All right, I, uh, I guess I'll host. <laughs> we didn't Probably should have figured that out first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Welcome to uh, Top Down Respective. I was about to say welcome to This Is Only a Test, which That's is the test of podcast. podcast. I almost said that. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, this is Top Down Respective. I'm going to be your host, Sean Booker, and I am joined with John Wheeler. What's up? And not Nathan Rohr. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, he is that, here. That's him from Coachella. Hi, I'm Nathan. <laughs> Let's go, guys. I love ponies. I'm listening to Rage Against the Machine. Does he? I, I don't know. I, oh, I okay. think so. They're they're a good band. I like them. I like apes. I like and, apes a lot and, and I ponies. Like, I don't. I don't know what he doesn't like. <laughs> um, most games we like. I guess so. All right, there we go. So Nathan's here in spirit, as we can tell. <laughs> So yes, Nathan's at Coachella, which is a music festival in the states. You don't know if at Coachella, it's like the it's it's the biggest festival. Next oh, to like when they no, pull out the Woodstock. If you were to ask me what is the biggest music festival, I would have said Warped. I'm pretty sure. I think Coachella is bigger than Warped. Although uh, Coachella takes place in one location over like a week, and like all the big bands like Foo Fighters and all those guys. So do you like camp out there? Yeah. It's kind of like a modern day Woodstock, right? Okay, no, I've never, I've never had that had an experience like that. that I've never experienced it either, but I've heard amazing things. So, so do they stick to like one specific genre? Because Warped is kind of like punk rock. I, I think pretty sure Coachella kind of goes all across the board. Okay, and I think I think I think rock is the general theme. You could say about it. There's there's not like country music as far as I'm aware of. Okay, I'm surprised that drew Nathan in because. It's not dance music. I I kind of am too, for that matter. I, Dead Mouse probably shows up there for all I know. So yeah, maybe. Okay. Huh. Oh well. So yeah, he's there. Uh, good note though. Uh, I contacted him saying try the uh, uh, Doritos Taco Bell taco. Is that in and town? He did and took uh, some images about that. Ooh. So uh, he, he says it is just a messy taco. I, I that makes perfect sense. But I, I'm just upset that we don't have that up here. But, you know, what can you do? Uh, anyway, so Nathan will be back next week. But we want to talk about why you weren't here last week. Yes, I was at PAX East in Boston last week. All right, and I understand it was just the perfect uh, <laughs> convention for you. It, it was completely picturesque. Nothing at all went wrong. Not at all. Every, everything just slid right into place. Yeah, clearly. Uh, Fuck, that was the so, worst. So I know you've probably talked about this several times, but do you feel like discussing it again, what went wrong? Or? Sure. All right. Uh, it's a little bit of a story. Start off, we fly up Tuesday because we had to do some recordings. and um, This is the LP recording stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. And they lost my luggage. Fantastic. Or they lost, one of, my two, they lost one of my two suitcases. One, the one they lost had all my clothing and the uh, majority of my equipment for the panel. We were going to run a PAX. So what was in your other suitcase? Uh, the remainder of the equipment and, like, one jacket. All right. Okay. So, uh... Was it at least a long jacket? So if you had to wear only that, you're okay? Yeah, it was like a suit jacket. Okay. So covering up all the important parts if you you didn't yeah. have any pants or something. Yeah, no. Like, I, the, the thing that happened was uh, my, my friend I was there with, he pulled a joke because he's a huge brony like Nathan. Oh, is he? Yeah, so he okay. went out and bought me a My Little Pony shirt. Oh, okay. So and, and that ended up being the only shirt I had to wear besides what I had worn to get there. 
Right. So, so I had to walk around Boston one day wearing that. Well, that's great. That was, that was fantastic. Yeah. At no, least, I've had it, luggage it, lost as well. I think I had to go three days in one set of clothes before the airline gave us money to buy clothes. All right. So after that happened, uh, a couple of days later, my glasses got smashed. Right. right. And I, I still don't know what caused that. And you didn't have a backup? No. Well, I, I managed to bend these back into shape, but it took like an hour. So do you have a backup here? No, I only have one pair of glasses, and I've had this pair for a decade. Okay. So I, I have I've, my benefits at work kicked in while I was gone, so now I can go buy a new pair. But at the moment, are you still wearing busted glasses? Yeah, at the moment, I'm still wearing them. Okay. Are you gonna get the same glasses, or are you gonna are you gonna shake things up? Um, they'll probably look somewhat similar, but they'll be a different look, at least a little bit. Okay. Okay, so you fix your glasses. Yeah, so I fix my glasses. So then uh, the next day, my my good pair of jeans got destroyed somehow. Like there's tears all through them, so I can't wear those anymore. So this this all happened before what were we actually you doing? had. I don't know. I was just doing normal stuff, and I just when I went to go to bed, I was like, I looked at my jeans, and like there's a big rip right where my butt is. I was like, oh great, I can't wear these anymore. Huh. All right. Wonderful. I guess they just got worn out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then we go, <clears throat> then we go to the actual day of the panel. Uh, I skipped out on the, the beginning of the con that day because I wanted to make sure everything was good for it. So okay. we, we get there, we get ready to set up, and we have 30 minutes to set everything up, and they tell us they don't have the hookups we need for the projector. Because the, the panel I run uses all these, uh, consoles like the NES and N64 and all that, and I use all RCA hookups for that. Just yeah, to keep yeah, it simple. Converter. Yeah. Yeah, so they didn't have the converter. Right. And uh, what ends up, they thought we were only using a 360 because the guy in my group who was talking to them, we said we only needed a 360, so they didn't bring the converter. Oh, so it was your buddy's fault? Uh, it was kind of both of our fault because I didn't read what he was saying, and he just said, yeah, we only need a 360. So they just it was kind of an assumption that okay. they didn't need the converter, so it was just kind of a... Yeah, it was kind of everyone. that could be like run out and grabbed fast. No, they even told us we don't have enough time to go grab that. Okay. So uh, we scramble around trying to figure out what to do to to display this. So uh, we like at one point we had a video camera hooked up next to a TV to try to put that on the projector. And, and as luck would have it, I had my capture card with me in the suitcase that had all my recording equipment because I had parts attached to what I needed. So we used my capture card to show the game video that we were going to use. And as a result of using the capture card on my laptop instead of just using a hookup to the projector, it slowed down the program we were going to use to show off the game to, like, one-tenth the frame rate. Wonderful. Yeah, so uh, everything in the in the program ran crazy slow. And what game was this, by the way? Uh, uh, we did a Nick Arcade-type show. So, you know, have you have the big board and you move a character around, and whatever panel they land on is a specific event. Okay. We did something like that. Uh, I, I run it at Calgary Cons every now and then, and right. that's how it got there in the first place. Okay. But, um... So yeah, like it, we we coped with what we had. It was running crazy slow, but the audience still seemed to be enjoying it. Besides all the technical difficulties, and then we we because we had to start a half hour late because it took us fifty minutes to get everything running because of all we're scrambling around trying to figure out what to do. They um they got us to jump straight to the finale. So uh, like the final, I had the final countdown kick in for like music to get everyone pumped up. Everything starts building up, and then as we flip over to the game, my computer crashed. 
Well, that's kind of funny if, like, you know, just, like, super anticlimactic, I guess. Yeah, like... That would definitely suck, for sure. Yeah, like, I don't know, if I was there in the audience, I would have found it hilarious, but being the person who was running it, it was just super distraught. I was a wreck after that. Okay. So, it just... like, how many people people were in the audience? About 700. Yeah, so that was not exactly my uh, my shining moment. So I just did. Felt you like, guys like at least do like I don't know a Q and A or stand up comedy or something? We did. I got the guys to do Q and A while I was trying to fix things and get my computer restarted. Okay. But that kind of devolved into a train wreck as well. So. Oh, okay. A bunch of people I knew came up and just started making stupid jokes and comments, and it just was just like, yeah, that that's that's cool. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't know, that was a bad, horrible train wreck. Uh, next, I, we're going to be running it again at PAX Prime, by the looks of it. But we're, well, that's I'm, cool. I'll, I'll definitely come and watch that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have new equipment and everything there, too. So, like, I I used my old laptop, which really could not handle running all that, but my new one can. Okay. So, uh, at, at one point, I kept I kept joking because of all the computer issues. I'm like, all right, we'll be starting the Kickstarter for my uh, new laptop tomorrow. Okay. And then people started walking up and actually giving me money for a new laptop. Okay. I I, le- I left the convention room with $77 donated well, to me go. for a new laptop. Excellent. I, I, I'm donating that money to charity, so. Okay. <laughs> so I, I felt bad. So I'm like, guys, I actually have a new laptop. I just haven't had a chance to use it yet. Yeah, so. I don't know. That would, that would have been a little awkward. Uh, and so how many how many of you were running this panel? Um, there was three of us involved, but uh, some of my friends helped hook up everything. So I think there was about six of us scrambling around trying to hook up stuff, plus the pack staff. And but is it going to be the six of you running it uh, at Prime as well? They'll they'll probably be helping with the hookup and that. There was only three of us that talked, but I did the majority of it because I did ninety five percent of the work. Right, but I just mean like it, this at the Prime. Are you guys planning like the same three? Are you guys talking, or is there going to be more? It, it'll people? it'll probably be the same thing unless we work something out. So okay. Well, I look forward to seeing that. I want right. to, I have, I've heard about your panel before, so. All right. Well, yeah, are, you, are you going to be at Odafest this year? Uh, probably, yes. Well, then I'll be running it there, so you can, okay. you can see okay. it there. And, and hopefully okay, better so working Okay, so final, did you do anything with the actual convention? Uh, yeah, I, I went to some of the games. I uh, checked out some of the games. They had a lot of good games okay. there, but a lot of the games I wanted to check out had huge lines, and I just couldn't get into them. They had, like, Assassin's Creed 3, Aliens, right. uh, Colonial Marines... Borderlands 2, Far Cry 3, uh, Steel Battalion. Um, i trying to think what else was super big that was there. That's just all the stuff that jumps to mind right now. Right. Okay, so what what did you get to play? Let's hear about I got to check out a bunch of Nintendo stuff, and I got to check out this game called uh, Dust. Okay. For, oh, for I've, heard, I've been hearing some good things about Dust. So let's Dust about looks fantastic. Basically, okay, so what is Dust? Uh, the summary I someone told me of it was basically, think the art style of Odin Sphere for the PS2. I don't know that, but okay. Oh, so it's a super crisp anime art style. Okay. With uh, Metroidvania. All right. And it, it, it plays like a like a, let's say the dishwasher. Like the the gameplay style is like the dishwasher series of games, like that kind of beat 'em up. Okay. Crazy combos and everything. And it just it right. looks gorgeous. And are they aiming for like Xbox Live or? It, it is going to be an XBLA game. I they are hoping for this year, but I don't think it's going to be coming out this year. Okay. It looked really good. All right, yeah, I've been hearing quite a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suda 51 was there. Right, I heard that as well. Yeah, I never got to meet him, but uh, one of my friends was able to get me uh, one of the PAX guidebooks signed by him, so I have his signature now, at least. 
Cool. So that was I was super excited when they did that for me. Especially considering like they gave that to me right after the train wreck that was the panel. So I was like, oh, that cheered me up so much. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so what Nintendo stuff would you play? Because I can't even think of really anything coming out from Nintendo. Uh, that hot, hot uh, new coming soon title, Kid Icarus Uprising. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, why, okay, why they, did you play that? Oh, because okay, what they were doing was uh, they were giving away AR card booster packs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they were giving away like every time you played, you could get one, and you could get like a, a T-shirt. So I've got like a Kid Icarus T-shirt and a bunch of booster Is packs. It huge. Uh, they actually had all the sizes, so I got a proper fitting one. Wow, there you go. So uh, what you could do is you could keep playing the multiplayer against people, and then they would give you a booster pack and a ticket, or you could just take two booster packs. So I've got about 100-something Kid Icarus AR cards now. Because, uh, what was at, the during, ticket for? Yeah, the ticket was for either a t-shirt or a poster. Oh, man, get a poster. I couldn't bring the posters home. I didn't have a tube. Okay, well, all right. So yeah, like, the, apparently there's like 400-something AR cards. Oh, okay. I think I think I heard 300, but I, uh, the person yeah. I heard it from, they didn't know really either. Yeah, the, I got the Club Nintendo deck, and they have a, a Palatina card, and it says number 404 or something like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But th- that just gets you more hearts in the game, right? It gets you more hearts, unlocks the idols in the game, and you can do the AR stuff, yeah. Okay, I don't so know, just... I'm having fun collecting them. I've got, like, I've, like I said, i got about 100, and i got a bunch of doubles, so. Right. So, um... Just quick thing with your kid Ecker is, did you have you passed level one? <laughs> I had passed level one when we last did a recording. No, you didn't. You were still on it. Okay, fine. You couldn't right. have beaten you. You hadn't beaten it on nine yet. All right. Well, I've beaten it on nine. Okay. So I'm on level two now. Is it really? That's as far as you got? No, I'm messing with you. I'm at like level ten. Okay. There you go. Oh, so you're past the whole game's over. No, yeah, wait, no, I, I that I got to that part last okay. night. So. Okay. Uh, I, I've been playing through, I've been finding all the Zodiac weapons, and I've been trying to get as much of the, uh... What is a Zodiac weapon? Do you, do you not have the Zodiac weapons either? In, in a bunch of the stages, there's hidden rooms you can go in, and they unlock a secret Zodiac weapon. Oh, are those the ones where you need to be playing on a harder difficulty, though? Nope. Okay, well, you know what rooms I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I've, I've been clearing as many of those as I can, but there's a couple stages where you have to be at, like, difficulty 8 and 9, and it's just like, no... Okay. Not going to happen right now. Oh, so you're not doing nine for all of them? No, no, I gave up on that after I, I had problems on the second stage doing that. That's good. Okay. So I, I'm yeah, waiting until no, I get more Zodiac powerful weapons, weapons. I don't know. Then again, keep in mind, I was kind of going through it needing to, like, not collect everything. Oh, okay. I had a review schedule. That, that makes sense. But yeah, like, in, in so far, I've noticed in every even-numbered stage, there's a hidden area you can go in. Uh, like, in, in the second stage, like the Dark Lord's Castle or whatever... There's, like, a, a rug on the wall, but it's fake. If you walk through it, you find, like, this room, this teleporter. It takes you to a hidden area, and it has a Zodiac weapon. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, there's, I'm assuming there's 12 of them because of the 12 signs of the Zodiac. But oh, I've, I've got... do you have the names all relating to that or something? Yeah, uh, like, the Sagittarius bow, the Cancer okay, claws, the Taurus arm. Are they, uh, like, fusible? Yeah. Okay, that just seems like a way to like get rid of such a rare weapon. Why would you fuse it though? Well, see, what happens is once you collect it, you can actually you can't fuse it or get a gem from it until you collect it. So if you ever street pass with someone who has Kid Icarus and you get a an, a gem that has a question mark in it, that means it's a weapon you haven't gotten yet. Same if you try to fuse two weapons and you get a question mark, that means you can't fuse it until you find that weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've so, seen those. Okay. Yeah. So each boss drops their own weapon type once you kill them. Like, if you replay the stage, you'll get their weapon. 
Oh, okay, yeah, no, I didn't replay any stages, so I didn't see that. Yeah, so that happens, and there's Zodiac weapons hidden through the game, so... Okay. And, uh, speaking of street passing, have you finished, like, every panel now? Yep, I got them all now. Okay. And how many how many are there? Is it, was Kid Icarus just the newest one, and that was it? Yep. Okay. So, I'm assuming they're going to do one for Mario Tennis Open when that comes out. Okay, yeah. But uh, there was nothing hinting towards it, and right now I've got all the puzzle pieces as a result. And did you also get the thing, I think this was about two weeks back, where uh, it was like the one-year anniversary? No, the Reggie me? You got Reggie, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is he your first gold person you've gotten? See, the thing is, no, he wasn't, but my 3DS thought he was. Oh, well, maybe it was just since the, like, update or whatever. Yeah, I guess that's the case. Because when I went to E3 last year, I got to... Warren Spector and uh, the president of EA. They were gold me's, but huh. yeah, but I thought Reggie was my first one. Okay, all right. So, for, moving on from Kid Icarus, what else? Did you uh, play at the Mario game? Tennis Open. Oh, okay, and how's that? Handles really good. Okay, it's actually I'm I'm kind of excited for it to come out. It hands like it looks like it's gonna be really good. I've never played a Mario Tennis game, and I might grab this, because I'm kind of looking for something to put in my 3DS right now. It's, it's very arcade It's It's really good. I like it. So, you know, I, and I actually don't hate tennis, mm. like in real life. Well, it's, yeah, uh, I don't know if, it, if you didn't play Power Tennis, so like that one had like all these crazy super moves and everything. I don't think this one has them, but it has like weird spaces you can stand on, and you get like power shots depending on how you hit it. Okay. So uh, it seems like it'll be interesting, and it it looks like it's going to have a lot of depth to it, because I kept unlocking stuff to buy in a shop. Okay. So, like it's an in-game store? Yeah, like it's yeah. like, you get this okay. new tennis racket, you get this new ball type, and new court type, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, I'm so you're looking forward to that? Yeah. Any idea when that's coming out? Uh, that, that is me? next month. Okay. Middle of May, I believe. Okay. Uh, I also played Spirit Camera. Oh, I okay, I had heard that before. I can't remember if I had heard dumb things about it or good things. See, I, I thought it was going to be super stupid, and which kind of disappointed me because it's part of the Fatal Frame series. But I played it, okay, and... so what's the premise of this game? Uh, you, fi- you have a, this cursed book. Uh, book of Faces, I think is what it's called. And uh, it's a little... It's a booklet that has a bunch of AR cards in it, or AR pages. So you play the game with the camera. You have to like you scan the camera, and then zombies like enter the area you're in. You have to start fighting them, ghosts and all that. You wander around this the cursed book, the world inside the book. Okay. Um, I I actually I enjoyed it enough that I actually picked it up today because it came What's out. out? Oh, it is came it out a Friday. Game? No, it's it's a commercial game. Oh. Okay. And you you need to buy this commercial because you need the book that comes with it. Right. Okay. No, I thought I. Maybe it was a demo. Oh, I can't even remember. I thought something was coming downloading with that name. Anyway. Okay. So you picked that up. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems interesting enough to give it a go, but, like, it, it's super gimmicky because you need to use the camera to play it, and you need to move around 360 rotation. So it's oh, it's not so something you, you can... control the camera, then? You you just move you move your 3DS. It's it's like that Face oh. Raiders game that came with the 3DS. Right. So you, you absolutely cannot play this when you're on the go. Unless you want to look completely ridiculous. Yeah, I know. you got to save that for your house, I guess. Does it have, like, um, a CirclePad Pro support? I don't think so. Uh, I haven't... Like, it's it's currently in the bag. I, I just got home from buying it, so... Okay, all right. It doesn't say anything on the back. 
Yeah. Look, look through the spirit camera, if you dare, blurring the line between reality and the supernatural. AR will concluded. Battle spirits all around you. Enter the cursed pages via augmented reality. Reveal haunted visions and vengeful spirits. Can you escape the memoir's sinister curse? So, was the box that came in, like, the size of the Kid Icarus box, then? No, it's actually just a standard 3DS size. Oh, is the book just, like, a manual or something? Pretty much. It's about that size. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right, what else? Um, I think that was that was kind of it for the most part. I checked out some other demos. Like, I watched some. Like, they had a Double Dragon Neon there. Right, okay. Uh, so that was that's being done my way forward. The guys that did, like, Contra 4 and... Blood Rain Betrayal and all this stuff on the DSi <laughs> shop. Yeah. Uh, it it looks interesting. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. And that's going to be Xbox Live Arcade and PSN? Yeah, exactly. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to really try out much this week because all the lineups were just so crazy. Yeah, I heard there were some pretty long lines. I probably would have waited for that Assassin's Creed one, though. Maybe. I heard a lot of good things about it, but I, I'm so far back on the series that it really... Didn't do right. Much. You wouldn't have got much out of it. Yeah, that I would have. I would have been in for uh, that in Borderlands Two for sure. Borderlands Two, I really wanted to check out. Yeah, but that that comes out in a couple months, anyways. It's September or something like that, I think. Something that sounds right. Yeah, and then Resident Evil Six is October. Yeah, it just got moved it, up. Yeah, uh, you know what? Steel Battalion. That actually looks really good for a Kinect game. Okay. Okay. I will. I will state that I watched the I, demo of some people playing it. Like they, they use the controller and they use all their motions, and it looked really cool. So, in terms of using the controller, is do you just hang on it with one hand or two hands, and then take a hand off when you need to, or how's that go? Two hands, take a hand off when you need to. Okay. So, I guess there'll never be a point where you need to take both hands off. Not that I know of. That would be kind of weird. It's quick, throw the controller in the air. <laughs> it okay. looked. It looked really cool from what I watched, but the lineup, the demos were half hour long each, and the lineup was just ridiculous. So. Oh wow. Okay. Okay, well, that's cool. Overall, was it a negative time? Uh, I think because of all the panel and all the, the curse stuff that kept happening. I, yeah. I, ha- I had a bad time in a way, but it's still a good convention. I still recommend anyone go to PAX. Right. Like, I, I ended up closing out the convention by getting whatever cold was going around, so I'm still nursing it right now. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to PAX Prime. I'm definitely going this year. Same here. I will definitely I'm, be there. I'm going to drive down this time. You're actually going to drive down? Yeah, I'm going to try and grab a, a spot in Nathan's van. Okay. I'm, I'm debating if I'm driving or flying this time. If we're doing the panel, I might just drive again. Right. Well, I flew last time, which is which is fine, but I'm just, I kind of want the fun that happens in the van. The experience of driving 12 hours? <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. I'm cool with that. Which way do you guys usually take the Ohio route, or I the? I haven't uh... done it, so I don't know which way he does it. Oh, okay. Oh, you've you've flown every time. I've only gone once, and I flew. Oh, okay. I thought you went twice. Nope. I didn't go last year. I went the, only the year before that. Okay. Um, I talked to Nathan a bit about this. Are you going to the comic convention in two weeks? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm on call, so if anything breaks, I'll have to leave. But other than that, I will be there for sure. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna figure out which day I'm going, depending on what I'm working. But I'm I'm quite looking forward to that. Who are you looking forward to meeting? Or uh, Kate Beaton, because she does this uh, webcomic I really like called Hark a Vagrant. Right. Yeah, I have a buddy who's way into that. Think, so uh, you're gonna pick up like one of her books and get her to sign it or something? I've already got her book. I'll just get her to sign that. Okay. Cool. That's like what I did with like uh, Brian Lee on my life. I just got hmm. Just yeah. kind of showed up. I was like, "Can you draw on this?" And it was great. I've looked at bits and pieces of like the of who's gonna be there, and it's just 
it's way overwhelming. Like the entire Star Trek Next Generation staff for Casta. Right. I will say though, I'm not super into like who's coming because I'm not a Star Trek fan. All right. Well, you're not excited about Stan Lee at all. Well, that's great and all, but it's kind of like he's like going to be the main guy, so it's not like I'm going to get it to like anywhere near him. I guess that makes sense. But uh, I'm looking forward to a few actors because there's a guy from Walking Dead going to be there, a guy from Chuck going to be there, and uh, Jeff Jocks who does questionable content. Ooh, he's going to be there. Nice. So I'll probably get his book and get him to sign that. But I'm looking forward to it. And my girlfriend's actually coming, which is interesting. Is she? She doesn't seem super nerdy. Okay, so that's all you've been playing, or you played any in the last week? Um, she's not, but she she can be kind of nerdy. So she's coming for the more entertainment aspect of it. Okay. Uh, besides, I, I like I said, I played Kid Icarus got stage ten. Talked about that. Um, I played Ninja Gaiden three. Okay. I've heard terrible things about this. They're all right. <laughs> okay, so my only experience with Ninja Gaiden was Ninja Gaiden 2, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of stupid hard that I played, like, two levels of it and was just like, I don't have time for this. All right, so um, I, I've been with the series since, like, the NES days. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of Ninja Gaiden Black. That, they, that original Ninja Gaiden is my favorite action game. Like, it even meets Devil May Cry, which is big up on my list. But uh, in Ninja Gaiden 2, it was okay. It was a little too hectic for me, and I didn't, I didn't quite enjoy it. But I was, I got a decent ways into it. Uh, Ninja Gaiden 3 just is feels so wrong playing it, and it's so hard to describe unless you've been a fan of the series. Um, it's all, it's easier. The AI is dumber. Uh, the moveset just doesn't feel necessary anymore. I pretty much, I played on hard, and the majority of my fights were just using, like, a generic mashing the buttons and getting through it. Um, so is it just bad for, like, fans? Because, it, like, it's all bad of this for, seems like... It's, it okay, here's the thing. It tried to hit that balance of letting new people get in and it appeasing the fans, and it didn't really do it for either. Okay. Like, uh... When you get into an encounter in the old Ninja Gaidens, it feels kind of like a puzzle in a way. Like, you've got, like, seven guys you got to knock down. you got to figure out how to take them all out without getting as much damage as possible. Ninja Gaiden 2 was like, oh, here's, like, 12 guys, but, like, you can rip off their limbs and everything. you just got to make sure they don't grab you and just do good blocking dodging. Ninja Gaiden 3 throws about 40 enemies at you at once, and they just don't stop showing up, and you have no idea if you're even making any progress towards the end of that encounter. Hmm. It, it feels... I've heard some, I've read some reviews saying this, and I agree with it. It feels like they're trying to make it like a Dynasty Warriors game. Oh, okay. And that's not what Ninja Gaiden should be. Right. Okay. Um, they got rid of all, like, in, in Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2, you would unlock, like, tons of different weapons, so you could just mix up your game. In Ninja Gaiden 3, so far from what I've seen, you just get the one weapon. You don't upgrade it or anything. Uh, okay. But apparently they're doing DLC for other weapons. Okay. Uh, I don't know, like like I said, the AI is stupid. There was one point, and keep in mind, I'm playing this on hard. There's two, three guys on motorcycles with rocket launchers. Uh, I stood in place, and they just started circling around me saying, oh, We'll get you, ninja! Where are you, ninja? Find that ninja! Like, like, like you're right in front of them and they couldn't see you? Yeah, they just kept Great. going around in circles, and they wouldn't fire at me at all. I, I, like I it might have been more of a bug, but maybe... No, no, no. Terrible. It was... That seems like a pretty big bug, all things yeah. considered. 
Huh. All right. I don't so know. It just you it, don't it, recommend this game at all. I don't recommend it. Even if you're a fan, if you're good, if you're a fan of the series, if you're gonna get it, get it when it's cheap. It's not worth full price of admission. So ladies with his giant chests. Um, you know what? So far they've downplayed that. Okay, I, I've so. I've heard apparently it's just as bad as it usually is, but oh, like man. the two female characters I've seen so far have have had big chests, but they've all been like tastefully covered up. Okay, so keeping a shirt on. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, that's Ninja Gaiden standards. Like, oh, the the one character was just like, oh, she's she's dressed like she's in a tactical uniform and that, and the other character from that's been like super busty all the time in the series is was like wearing a robe. Huh. So well, was, well, like, no, like, so let's let's say like like a, a monk's robe. So like, huh. hood hood on and everything. Like, you, the only reason you even know it's hers because you see her pink hair. All right. Well. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably keep playing it, and I don't know, like uh, playing it on hard. It, there's just points where it just seems like not even Ninja Gaiden unfair. It just seems stupid. Okay, are you saying you want Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden unfair? unfair? Yeah, actually, because Ninja Gaiden unfair is your own fault. Uh, Ninja Gaiden three unfair just seems like what? What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe maybe if I play it more, I'll enjoy it more, or maybe like I, have, I haven't even tried the online yet. And I'm kind of curious to see how that is. What would that even be? It's it's a deathmatch. Huh. And I think there's also like uh, tr- trial modes or something like that. Okay. All right. Uh, and I, so that's all we've been playing then. Yep. Okay. Um, mine's pretty short. Uh, I played through Journey again, start to finish. Uh, real interesting, kind of a completely different experience. For one, I wanted to show my girlfriend some of it, so she sat down mm-hmm. and watched the entire game. Which that's never happened. Was it so, really? Is it that interesting to watch? Like I haven't I mean, watched much about it. Online. It's pretty interesting, and it's like an hour and a half. So it's literally like because every time I would like finish something, I'd be like, okay, hang on for one sec because something cool is about to happen, and she just stayed and watched the whole time. Mom, I guess it's just length it's, of the movie. So it's it's about a movie length, but it's just there's like no padding at all in that game, so that whenever something cool happens, they do another cool thing right after that. It's gonna be like, oh, you gotta watch this part where I'm sliding down this sand. Oh, you gotta watch this part because look at all this incredible lighting on the sand. Oh, look, now there's like flying carpets and blah blah blah. So it's just really well timed and paced. Um, <clears throat> another cool thing is because it has the whole interacting with someone else. Mm-hmm. I actually met up with one guy, did the whole game with the one guy, mm-hmm. which was really nice because the first time I played it. He, the guy was going in and out, and I ended up playing with about eight different guys. I, I started and finished with one dude, and he had white robes on, which means he had found every collectible. Okay. So he really knew this game, and I had red robes, so he probably made the assumption that I'm new to the game. And he walked me through like every stage and showed me every single collect collectible. That's awfully nice. I actually ended up missing one panel that... Uh, caused me not to get the white robes, but he was showing me everything. He was even doing things like, because there's a trophy for, if you pause the game, your character sits down to kind of show the other person this guy has been paused. Mm-hmm. And if you and a buddy sit down for like 20 seconds uninterrupted, there's a trophy. Oh, okay. And he was even doing this thing where like he would sit down and I'm like, okay, he must be leaving. But then he would stand up and like sit down again. So he was trying and to get did, you to get that trophy. He tried to get me to do that and I didn't pick up on it. And then about, I don't know, 20 minutes later, he did it again, and I realized, oh, wait, I know, there's that trophy. So I sat down and got that trophy. Like, he showed me every nook and cranny that he had found, and I ended up getting, like, twice as many trophies this time as the first one. So, really nice people out there willing to help you out. 
Um, and then apart from that, Fez came out yesterday. Oh, which damn, I, guess, I forgot about Fez. Yeah, I guess we should say we're recording on Saturday, the 14th of April. Fez came out yesterday, so I haven't played a ton of it. I only put about an hour into it because I need more than, like, a day to play a game mm-hmm. like that. But, uh, yeah, Fez is $10, which, first off, that's great. Um, that game looks really nice. It's just super vibrant and bright, and so it's all 2D, but you can rotate the world so that everything is actually 3D, but because you're looking at everything dead on, it becomes flat and 2D until you rotate it, and then it goes to, and it rotates 90 degrees, and everything's a square. So you're always playing on a 2D plane platform, Mm -hmm. but you can do stuff like jump and then rotate it so that it'll bring a ledge closer to you because it all pivots on one specific axis. Um, so yeah, it looks great. It's, it, it starts off kind of like pretty, pretty nice. And then it quickly opens up and I'm finding it a little overwhelming. Like they're not explaining a ton. I have read that it's pretty easy to pick up afterwards, but just in terms of the ways the levels are designed, they're just giving me a lot of different things to do at once. And I'm, I was, I'm getting a bit overwhelmed. Um, Near the tail end of that hour, I was starting to pick up on things a bit more, but uh, it's all about collecting, you have to collect eight little cubes that will make a bigger cube for you, but the thing is, is you can go into different levels, and let's say you get like four from one level, one from another level, and three from another level, that'll still make a cube for you. So it kind of opens up pretty quickly into, you can just go anywhere and start collecting anything, which is nice, but you I'm just, people being, who are completionists are going to just have a nightmare. Um, cause you're not going to know, like, actually, I, I'm wrong there. If you look on the map, it says you missed something in this specific area. So you can kind of go back and stuff. Uh, but it's just, I, I, I'm, I, there's a bit of a learning curve cause they don't teach you a ton. I think what I would have preferred is if that short intro section was a bit longer to be like, look, look at this mechanic. Look what you can do if you do this, specifically. But maybe that's part of his charm. Like I said, I've only played like an hour of it. Um, the music's all chiptune, ambient stuff. I, I heard it's done by Disaster Piece, which is one of my favorite chiptune guys. Uh, if you say so, I actually didn't look into who did it. But okay. uh, I'm not a huge fan of ambient like music in terms of putting it on my iPod. But that's just me. I like more upbeat stuff. But it is good. Uh, and I will say, some really nice sound effects in that game. For sure. Uh... And yeah, uh, so 10 bucks. the internet is a buzz about it, so you should probably get it. So in your current opinion so far, you enjoy it? I'm Yeah, no, I'm definitely enjoying it, and it looks just great. Uh, but like I said, we only played an hour of it, so I'll definitely play more this week. But uh, in terms of playing, uh, that, that was everything, I believe. Sweet. That was it. So let's go on to a little bit of news. Which, not Tester, because that's done. Yay! <laughs> you come back to a brand new top-down perspective. I, I feel so good. <laughs> okay, um, so news. Nothing's really happening, but there's a couple things. Alright, um, first off, Resident Evil 6. Yep. Th- this is just kind of a bit of stupid news that I thought was ridiculous. Are you getting it? I'm getting it, for sure. Okay. Do you like collector's editions? Uh-oh. Sort so of? a collector's edition... That's $1,300. What? <laughs> yeah. What? What is uh, in this? Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Okay, so... 
Like, the Kotaku thing was saying it's $1,000, but they even have the conversion in there that is closer to 1300 Anyways, okay, so the Premium Edition includes... Uh, it says statues and plastic weaponry. Let me just try and get more specific. So there's an actual replica of Leon in game, Leon's in-game duds. The jacket comes in small, medium, large, and extra large. <laughs> what? So it comes. I don't a- think that means that. I don't think you get four of them. I think you win no, order. No, I think you, you have to pre-order. Pre- pre- I assume and say what your size yeah. is. Uh, so yeah, you get a copy of the game. Four different Resident Evil Six branded tablet covers. So I guess for your iPad. Interesting. You get a Chris one, a Leon one, a Jake one, and a secret version. And then you get the leather jacket. Um, I'm not seeing anything about what exactly the weapon stuff is. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, there's your $1,300. And I guess they'll hear more about the weapon stuff later. But is that jacket worth that much to you? <laughs> That that's crazy. Like they didn't even sell Chuck Green's Dead Rising Two jacket for that much. I think that was only like two hundred. Oh, did they sell it? Yeah, they sold that for like a very short time on Capcom's online store. It sold out immediately. Oh, okay. I know. I know at least one person in town who has one. Okay. All right. So I'm assuming you're not going to get this super premium edition. I don't know because my girlfriend's pretty hardcore Resident Evil fan, so I might get that for her. Oh man, that's insane. Well, okay. Yeah, apparently you get some weapons. Uh, so maybe you get a gun with it or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I will wait till there's more info on it, and then debate then. All right, that's more than I thought you were gonna say about that. Anyways, the next bit. This is kind of interesting. Oh, first off, side little note. So I was I drove by our old EB Games, and they totally have a sign for recycled games up there. Yeah, that's that's their new way of calling used games. Yeah, and I'd heard about that, and I just hadn't checked a place out, and I did, and it's just, that's just, that is so dumb. Yep. But hey, if, if people fall for it. I don't want, okay, I don't want people to fall for it. Okay, anyways. Alright, so, this is just happening in California. This is for GameStops in California, but they are now having to put up advertising, um, for when a game says that it'll come with premium, with like, additional content, because a lot of games, games do come with some kind of download code now, whether that be the online browser or something, but used games don't, uh, GameStop now has to advertise that, which I guess that's good. Less used sales. Mm. That's always great for the game industry. But what dictates what they have to do, like if it has an online pass, or if there's just DLC for it in general? I think it's just if it came with a code for additional stuff, uh, and then now they're selling it used. It, it they need to be able they need to put like a sticker on it or saying something saying you're not getting the used that is advertised on the cover. Which does make sense because if the cover is saying hey you're gonna get this like downloadable skin or something mm-hmm. and you buy it and you don't get the skin. Yeah, I can understand that. That makes a lot of sense. False advertising. I'm actually surprised this didn't catch on earlier. Uh, they were too busy yeah, trying to push online codes, obviously, so. I guess. And I guess the whole uh, GameStop selling codes with for, with used games, like with Batman, is done. Yeah. I'm surprised they did that to begin with, actually. I'm surprised deve- the developer even allowed that, considering the whole point was to not have that happen. <laughs> but, Warner Brothers, but, uh, I guess they got offered money or something. I don't know. Yeah, but just, you know, the idea is... We're putting this code in here so that you buy it new, 
Oh, but if you're buying it used, oh, we'll give you the code anyway. Like, what? What are you doing? It makes no sense to me. Anyway, Batman. But yeah, uh, so I guess that's good, but now you get a bunch of stickers all over your box if you're in California. So I guess that sucks, but just don't buy used games if you don't have to. That's, that's the moral of the story. I, I was in one of their EB Games Store of the Futures, or GameStop Store of the Futures when I was in the States. Friggin' gigantic oh. store. Okay, I want to hear all about this. What is Store of the Future? Uh, like, apparently it's like double the size of a standard EB Games. They've got the trading table in the back, so that you can just do trades in the back without having to wait in line. They had all the systems there. Oh, like trade-in games? It has a sp- specific kiosk for that? Yeah. Okay. It was just super huge. It had, like, all these demo stations... Like a giant area of TV showing like demos and everything in the in the middle of the room. It was just it was so nice looking, and I feel weird saying that, all things considered. But right, it was just huh. it was really nice. Interesting, very interesting. I think I remember reading about that a couple of years back, and there was something like you could bring in like memory cards or USB sticks with your profile or something, and it, something would happen. Yeah, I think they had, like, kiosks for, like, digital sales and everything, too, so... Yeah, I think I remember that, yeah. So that was there, the digital sales? Yeah, it was really neat. I liked it. But what would that even be, like... I guess, so you would just log in to the GameStop website while you're at GameStop and buy something digitally instead of go to the counter? Pretty much. Or, like, or like game DLC, like, they would connect... You'd use your Xbox Live account and connect. That's what it looked like they had there anyway, so I didn't actually mess with it because I didn't have my profile on me. Right, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if GameStop's going to get into the business of buy the DLC, but through us. Probably. That's that's the way the market seems well, to be going. I, actually, I could see GameStop being into that, but Microsoft would be like, why would we let that happen? We're getting all the money right now. Right? Yeah. I guess more advertising to more people? I don't know. That would be a weird future. That would be very weird. Okay. Anyways, that's all the news that happened because nothing's currently happening and games aren't really coming out at the moment except for Fez. But, you know, anyway. Uh, and on Friday, which that's kind of weird. Again. Uh, I, apparently, like, the big first party ones are going to start coming out on Fridays or something like that. I keep hearing rumors about that. Yeah, I read something about that as well, but. Which is weird because, like, I even went on there, there was just no advertising for Fez at all on the dashboard. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, Nothing's really coming in. Anyways, are you also grabbing Skullgirls? Because that came out on Wednesday. I, I'm debating it. I, I love fighting games. Okay. I've heard some decent things about it, but I I would probably play Fez before I played Skullgirls. I'd probably play Fez too. If I were you, I'd play Journey. That would require me to hook up my PS3. <laughs> yeah, but it's 90 minutes. All right, I'll, th- I'll think about minutes. it. You can just get that done in not even an afternoon, in a quarter of an afternoon. I'll think about it. Anyways... Uh, questions, there's none. So, there's that. Uh, if you want to send in questions, though, it is what? Top Down Perspective at Hotmail.com, all one word. We also are on Facebook, uh, group. As opposed to an email address that's not one word? What? Well, you can have, like, lower cases in, or lower cases, uh, underscores in that. I guess, but you would just assume the person would say the underscore. Maybe, that, that's a good point. Right. Well, may- hey, actually, maybe it's good that you said that. Maybe people have been putting spaces in there the <laughs> whole time. Why does my email not and work? we're only getting a fraction of the emails that we could have been. So if that was your problem, we, we got you there back. You go. 
Uh, don't put a space in there. We thought that perspective's got your back. In the complicated yep. internet. Uh, and then, yeah, on Facebook, you can ask us questions there. That's going to do it. You're off to a kid Icarus Yeah, event? they're apparently having, like, a tournament and, like, giving away more booster packs, so... Where's that uh, at? They're doing it at Chinook and Sunridge. Just at, like, the EB games, yeah. or just, like... Okay. So apparently, huh. they're doing that all over all Canada, right. so... so you're gonna... Are you going to be trying to collect all the uh, AR cards? I don't know if I'll go as far to get them all, but I'll see how well I can get them. They're going to eventually start selling them, the booster packs. Oh, yeah, yeah or you can get them through Club Nintendo, and they might. I'm assuming they'll probably put them in stores as well. See, I'm assuming they would, because I think there was like Nintendo Power. Yeah, ones there apparently was a bunch of Nintendo Power ones I missed out ones on to Japan or something. I would assume that they wouldn't sell those exclusive ones, and then they would just show. You them never know. They TV. could. They would probably slip into some of the booster packs, like super rare. Got to make buying the booster packs right. worth it, right? I'm, I'm just it's trading cards. Maybe that's the future. The future of video games is trading games. cards. Maybe maybe this is yep, just Nintendo testing out the idea of doing their own Skylanders. That what does that have to do well, with trading cards? If people go like for trading cards, kind of imagine what they'll do for figurines. Right. I think if they did a Pokemon Skylanders, they know that they would be making all every, the money. Yeah, every single amount. Every yeah, they would. They would make so much stupid money off that. I I, I am scared Anyways, for the future. We will be back next week. Okay. That's good. Fear is good. Fear, fear makes you feel alive. Yep. All three of us will be back next week, so goodbye.